You're listening to the Own the Build podcast, where each week, Liam Curley and Paul Hemming from C-Link discuss how small and medium-sized developers can level up their business through smart construction management. Paul. Liam. Have you seen Jerry Maguire? I haven't. I'm very, uh, I'm very culturally inept. You haven't seen Back to the Future till a few weeks ago. Yeah, I'm impressed with Back to the Future. I have to say that was a uh, something I feel like I missed out on in my childhood. Yeah, Indiana Jones not so much though. Indiana Jones, very little interest in that nonsense. Even though it makes people despise me, you included. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. It's not it's nothing to do with that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's a whole ream of reasons um, alright so there's a famous line I don't know if you know it in Jeremy Maguire show mm. me the money yeah okay yeah I do know that I'm not going to ask you that again I know how you respond to that um, <laughs> <laughs> but I in a similar vein I am going to ask you to show me the numbers or give me the numbers yeah right construction management Let's, um, I want to I dive into what this looks like financially. You're a sad, you're a sad little man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I want to, I want to, I want you to give me, I want you to give me a breakdown, right? Don't just yeah. say you can, you can increase your margins. I want to see, it seems, it seems too, it just seems too easy, mm-hmm. like where you could say, "Oh, I'll just go to construction management, and you're going to make a lot of money." It just seems it just seems like too obvious. Mm-hmm. So let's break down the numbers so, so that we can see exactly where the where and how the savings are being made. Yeah, no problem. So compared with traditional, okay. Do you want me to just jump straight into it? Jump straight into wherever you <laughs> think you should start. Okay, I will. So um, let's start with traditional main contractor procurement and what you're spending as a uh, developer in procuring that way. Uh, what What is in a main contractor's cost? Um, and I'll do it initially by percentages and then we'll try and work that out into actual numbers based on a, I don't know, a two, three million pound job. So in percentage terms, and I will probably get a torrent of abuse from main contractors for um, my opinion of exactly how they break things down. But of the 100% for a main contractor's cost, generally speaking, there will be between 5 and 12, 13, 15% of that allocated to overheads and profit. Um, so let's say it's 10, 10% of their overall price generally is allocated to overheads and profit. It's totally different on the big jobs. So anyone who is listening from, I don't know, May, Spell for BT, those type of companies that will run in and say, no, it's not, it's 2, 3%. Um, I accept that on the bigger jobs, 
where you're, you've got huge masses of hundreds of millions, even 10, 15, 20 million, the margins do drop because naturally uh, it makes sense. Uh, the profit itself is still pretty big. Um, but for the SME, the 1 million to 10, 20 million pound build, um, the main contractor's overhead profit portion would be somewhere in the region of 10%. Um, and then beyond that, let's say um, people listening will know what preliminaries are. Um, so preliminaries generally being site setup, management, plan and equipment, all of that, that kind of stuff. Um, but largely management. Um, the preliminary allowance generally uh, would probably be in the region of somewhere between 10, 15% again per project. So let's just simplify it and say that it's 10% for prelims. 10% for overhead and profit, leaving us with 80%. 80% of the main contractor's cost would be related to measured works and measured works being the actual work itself. But in the main, uh, the main contractor will actually be employing um, subcontractors uh, to do all of that work, as, as we've discussed before. So the subcontractor, as we have also discussed before, includes for their own prelims and their own management, their own plant and equipment. Um, and generally that is somewhere in the bracket of 10 to 15, 20% for a subcontractor. So let's keep it simple and say it's 10% again. Um, I appreciate I might be losing some of you here. So just including the subcontractor as well, the main contractor's um, cost is 10% of the main contractor's overhead and profit, 10% of the main contractor's management and prelims, 80% of subcontract cost, of which a further 10% is management. So overall, you have 10% main contractors overhead and profit, 10% main contractors prelim, 72% actual construction works, and then a further 8% subcontract prelims. You look pretty bored now, Liam. Am I keeping you awake? Are you, are you following? No, I'm following. So I was just trying to... Uh, it may, 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 may be easier in monetary terms, right? So let's yeah, say... No, so like, if we've got a million pound build, you've got 80... Um, uh, sorry, 720,000 pounds is going to the subcontractors for that actual build. Yeah, materials, installation works, exactly. 80,000 pounds is going to the subcontractors' management costs. Approximately, yeah. Approximate. It's all approximate, right? And then that leaves um, one hundred thousand pounds for the main contractors' prelims mm-hmm. and associated costs, and then um, one hundred thousand pounds for their profit. But like you say, we're talking. This is all estimates. Yeah, it's, it's 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 broad spectrum. It's it's giving you high level numbers, but broken down into actual detail. What's what I think is important is uh, for a, an SME developer is really actually understanding those four line items and understanding that seventy two percent of what they spend with a main contractor is the work. Eight um, percent you're going to have to spend to the subcontractors on. Whatever happens, because the subcontractors need their own management, as we've discussed before. So then that's 80% of, for every million pounds you spend, 800,000 is going towards the construction works. 20% is supporting the main contractor's uh, business, uh, profitability, overheads, and then the management. So when 
we're now understanding that and then comparing it with construction management. Um, so we've talked before about the fact that construction management effectively removes that middle tier of management in the maker tractor. So if you're, if you're a developer and you're taking the construction management route, as many are now, you're uh, removing the main contractor. So how do you do that? And what does it look like financially? So let's stick with the million pound uh, project. Um, what do you need to replace the main contractor? So the 10% overhead and profit, you can pretty much um, say that, that you're not going to spend that anymore because you're effectively managing that risk. Uh, you're going to take that overhead and profit off the bat. Um, and then the 10% management and prelims, there will be uh, site setup costs and prelims that you need to have as a principal contractor. Um, but the majority will be management. And how can you replace that management? You, you can employ a project manager. On a million pound build, you could employ a project manager, an amazing project manager who will manage the site and the commercial aspect, the procurement. Um, and they will manage it uh, with ease. A lot of these project managers will be managing two or three projects in a year, uh, complex builds like two, three, four, five million. Um, I would expect, being my QS in the past, I would expect to have been able to manage two or three projects of five, 10 million pound build at any given time. So even if you only had one project and even if it was just one million pounds, you could employ a senior project manager and you've got a hundred grand budget roughly, you are going to get a phenomenal uh, project manager. You're going to get a project manager who can run the job uh, really, really well. Um, I think if you uh, look at, there's loads of websites, isn't there, for uh, salaries and what people can get, um, but the average salary in London of a senior PM, so a real top quality one, is uh, 78K. Um, so like for like, um, you're talking about 78K for management versus 100K prelims. Obviously, there's some other costs in the prelims, um, site setup and stuff. Not massive costs, but there is some other costs. But um, there's also, we've spoken before about the need to cover yourself uh, health and safety-wise in terms of various legislation reg regulations. So I think that there would be the need for a developer would be, let's hire a project manager to manage the day-to-day -day, and let's get some kind of health and safety expert on a consultancy basis to a, set the project up, set up the health and safety files, but also to visit site weekly, bi-weekly. I'm not sure how often you'd need to do it. Um, I would probably advocate for at least once a week, a day on site. Um, and to do that, um, there's lots of different fees for health and safety consultants, but I've done a rough estimate to, based on a... Uh, Year, yearly project and think that you could get that done for about £21,000. Um, and I know those numbers sound absolutely uh, wonderful because I'm adding 78000 to 21000 and you're almost getting straight to your 100000 That isn't by uh, that isn't by selection. That's kind of uh, the realities of it. So my, my view would be, <clears throat> and there will be some uh, onboarding and teething costs, let's say, for the first project and for the as, as you develop and understand this system well. But uh, just straight off the bat, my feeling would be, let's compare the million pound projects 
with main contractor, where you spend one million pounds, with the million pound, with the, exactly the same build on construction management, I think you will spend 800K on subcontractors, including their management, 78,000 for a knock it out of the park project manager who is amazing and can deliver the job really, really well. And 21, let's say 22K just for the sake of rounding for health and safety expert, set up the file, make sure that you're um, working exactly as you should be, complying with all the legislation um, for 22,000. And in total, that's what, 900K. So um, I think almost instantly on a really small £1 million build, you're going to save 10%, 100,000. So what we said was with the traditional on the £1 million, there was £100,000 for the main contractor's prelims um, and £100,000 for the main contractor's profit. Yeah. Yeah. So if you brought in the project manager and the health and safety expert for combined Mm £100,000, does that completely replace everything that the main contractor was providing with regards premiums. I think that you would say that there are some miscellaneous on costs as well. So I mentioned site setup. So uh, depending on your agreement with the main contractor, you will have uh, site hoarding perhaps set up, site welfare facility of some sort, toilet, uh, et cetera, canteen if it's bigger. Uh, for the majority of SME developers, you won't need a uh, significant outlay on either of, of those things. Um, but let's say um, you allocated uh, a further 10, 20,000 pounds to site setup and so on. Um, yeah, then then you could get up to maybe you're getting up to 120K for, for all of those things. What I would say is... Um, for a £1 million build, a senior project manager who is getting paid 78 k is going to do that job with their eyes closed. Uh, it's, it's, it's bread and butter. Um, it's not going to be a huge challenge. Um, so I, I would say that on the million pound example is nice because it just looks nice. It's easy to, for everyone to come from in their heads. But let's say... That same example just scales all the way up as well. So let's say it's a three million pound build, still going to take 12 months. Um, and so on a three million pound build, um, you're talking about 10%. So 300K main contractors overhead, uh, 300K main contractors prelims, um, and then the 80%, so 2.4 million allocated to subcontractors. So that's the 3 million. With the construction management, you have the 2.4 million allocated to the subcontractors. And then you've got 78K for your PM. And you've got the 20K for the health and safety and the 20K for the MISC other costs, maybe a little bit more on a 3 million pound project. But it doesn't scale up in exactly the same way, if that makes sense. So it's it's pretty much a fixed cost. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. Um, Whereas the main contractor's prelim generally isn't because main contractor's prelim will be calculated in a number of different ways, but kind of like the industry standard, the industry expectation is for prelims to be anywhere in the region of 10 to 15, 20% of the subcontractor. I wanted to take a quick break from the show to share a message from our sponsor, C-Link. C-Link is software designed to streamline the process 
of subcontract procurement. It's a platform that helps SME developers and main contractors stay agile whilst replicating the commercial scale and savvy of large contractors. If you want to save a guaranteed minimum 5% against budget construction costs on your next project, head to www.get.c-link.com slash podcast to find out more. If you're driving or working out right now and didn't catch that URL, don't sweat it. We've included the link in the description box for this episode. Now let's get back to the show. So, um, so are there any other costs involved with switching? So from, um, if I'm a developer, small developer currently using traditional procurement via a main contractor, and I'm going to switch to construction management. Are there any other costs I need to consider beyond the costs that you just um, mentioned in regards to the project manager, health and safety professional? Yeah, well, I guess there's the, uh, and you can talk maybe more eloquently on this than I can, Liam, because you've spoken to me about this on loads of other uh, different things from a marketing perspective before, but um, there's a difference between cost and price, isn't there? So all we've actually been talking about really is the price of construction, really, whether it's uh, your 1 million versus your 900,000. And um, I guess the cost to uh, any SME developer out there thinking, oh, how, how can I do it? that they'll be weighing up is the cost to um, themselves, like not only reputationally, like how, how the business runs. There's a, there, there is a cost change um, and how um, the, the com- I've spoken about it before, there have been a uh, warm, cozy, comfy blanket of uh, risk removal for an SME developer is just give it to the maker credit. Um, and you know how that works. You know that does work. Obviously, it does work. I'm not saying that it doesn't. Uh, with this whole conversation, I'm saying it doesn't work. But it's um, if you remove that and you say, I'm going to manage it this way, and there's challenges, et cetera, it's like the cost of switching almost, isn't it? Um, changing mobile phone contracts or whatever. There is always a cost of switching. So um, there is there there is um, costs. I mean, what... what you, you've you've spoken to me before, haven't you, about uh, the cost of switching and so on. So, um, what, what, what's your view on on that? Yeah, I guess obviously there's costs. So, the question I was thinking was: Are there any big headline costs that I might not consider not knowing construction? But yeah, the um, but no. Going back to the question you asked, then yeah, there is always um, a cost of switching anything. Pretty much, yeah. Um, if you wanted to switch your, if you're on Apple Mac, uh, computers in your business, mm-hmm. and um, you know, a salesperson, you're looking to, you need new laptops, you need ten new laptops, and salesperson comes in, offers you a great deal on Windows laptops, which is I don't know, five hundred pounds cheaper per laptop, mm-hmm. then sounds great. You are going to have the cost of a. Everyone's going to have to learn the new a new way of working with a new platform, which is going to take some time. Mm-hmm. However long that takes, software you've got existing software that's not going to be compatible. You're going to need to buy 
that new software. So with any anything that you make a change to, there's going to be an element of cost. Mm-hmm. And from the perspective of someone that doesn't isn't an expert in this in um, procurement or construction management, yeah, then that you could identify there are going to be costs. There's going to be training. There's going to be time. There's going to be finding. There's going to, there's going to be the HR to find a suitable project. Yeah, manager. no, I think. Um, but we don't need to. Sorry, we don't need to talk about those. It was just. I was just curious. Are there any bigger things? That I wouldn't say. I wouldn't know about. Well, number number one, I'd say your example of the cost of switching between Mac and Windows or Apple and Windows is far superior to my uh, mobile phone example. That's exactly the the, the thing that I think will be on a lot of people's mind. Like, I'm I'm not invested in Windows or traditional main contracting, um, but I know how it works. Do I really want to switch? There seems like a lot of hassle. We're trying to debug those uh, that hassle, um, if you like. and there is, there is stuff to consider. Um, I mean, you would potentially have two sets of accounting costs because you're going to have your development company and you're going to have your SPV company. So there's stuff like that. You may want to look at tools to make your project manager efficient. I don't know. There's communication tools. There's project management tools out there. There's supply chain management tools. Um, but these are all... There isn't one thing that I'm keeping in my back pocket and not telling anyone, thinking that they're going to do this and all of a sudden they're going to go, wait a minute, this is £50,000 cost for whatever. That isn't the case. Um, There is is, uh, other costs like like I've just mentioned, but nothing extraordinary. And again, it's all about uh, long-term strategy, if you ask me. The the, the move from traditional making drafting to construction management is... A uh, savvy move, in my opinion, for a lot of SME developers, but it's a savvy move in the longer term. So uh, your first project, I think you're going to save a lot of money. Um, you're not going to save as much money as you're going to save on your second project as you get better and better and better. But the point being your business and an SME developer's business will develop a lot more uh, intelligently uh, by managing the construction itself um, than by outsourcing it because that's what they're doing. They're, they're outsourcing it to a... Uh, Make a yeah. So without name dropping or breaking any form of confidentiality, uh, are there any examples of small developers that are doing this well? I, again, I'm talking um, not name dropping, <laughs> but any that you know, because we, you know, you deal with a lot of small developers that are doing this well and. Do the numbers? What do the numbers look like if they if they look at all different to what you've just mentioned, or is that standard? I mean, every project is unique, and and like we said when we were going through the uh, through the numbers, it was that they're they're broad. Like the ten percent might be eight percent on one job, might be twelve percent on another. Um, but there's there is more and more uh, developers who are looking at this approach and doing it. Um, I know quite a few in and around uh, London and South East who are doing it. Um, there's a couple of companies, um, Thornset Group have done it, um, Newborn Homes, I know Vivant Homes do it. Um, know them all relatively well. They're all uh, 
really innovative forward forward thinking companies to be honest with you as to how they approach it and um i don't know i don't know their numbers i could share their numbers with you but i know that they are profitable uh growing developers um and a couple of them i've known since they first started um uh, and perhaps did the traditional route moved to the um secondary route and now rather than doing one or two projects per year they're doing three or four projects per year so um without knowing their balance sheets and or even wanting to discuss them they're uh they're, they're businesses that are growing and doing really well okay that's great paul i think we should leave it there because you're going to need to put together your escape plan from that from that room in case any main contractors find where you are well that's the worry isn't it that, 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 that is that is the worry uh, I've got a lot of friends who are making contractors so uh, I'm sure I'm, I'm sure there's plenty who, uh, I'm sure you'll be hearing from them soon yeah I'll be hearing from them soon I'm sure <laughs> we will see we will see thanks Paul I might go pop on uh, Jerry Maguire now just uh... no Don I think he's overrated okay fair enough <laughs> <laughs> watch watch Back to the Future again yeah alright I watch Back to the Future but not Back to the Future 2 I'm told I'm told that's rubbish well I wouldn't go that far but it's not as good <laughs> I think it's worth watching yeah but you think Indiana Jones is worth watching mate so uh, anything, anything most most people do yeah alright well <laughs> on that note have a wonderful week you too cheers Paul see you later mate cheers